Hello, and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you by the way of the Stay Woke Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I want to talk about public conventions in terms of the court of the public opinion. And uh, this week, it's been many topics and stories that I can definitely touch on. Uh, There's two in particular that I want to address. One that involves Michael B. Jordan and the narrative that continues to shape him. And I think he's a great case study that I want to touch on. And another one I want to touch on is on James Gunn, but I'm going to start with Michael B. Jordan first. And it's been really fascinating with him because I know uh, last week, because people talk about him and his views towards black women and the perception around him. And it just seems like it's, it's not anything he can really shake. And there's many reasons as to why that may be the case, but this is things I have in mind as to why it is that number one, he's now over the past five to six years, especially has really built up his name in a lot of goodwill with the people he's worked with and the work that he's done. And two, he's, become someone that's very likable and easy to root for. And along with that, by him now becoming a major star, it's more eyes that are on him. So every move that he makes, everyone he talks to, it's more it's more attention on him. And I know that must be very difficult for him because I know I, I, he was uh, recently in Italy and people are talking about a boat party that he was at and how there was no black women around him. And I think he did a um, an Instagram live talking about like, hey, you know, you know, I'm I'm being social with people. I'm paraphrasing, and um, I was at a party, but it's not something that you know uh, I was normally looking to exclude black women. It's like, hey, you know, I'm in Italy. It's not necessarily a ton of black women in Italy. And uh, his friend was in the background, and he ends up saying like, hey, you know, I'm the one that has a white girlfriend kind of give him a break but it's been pretty established now with him that if you look at him this is nothing he's going to be able to shake and it's it's kind of sad that that's the case because you know contacts and i've said this before in previous pods contacts and nuance those things are dead with social media because people just see headlines and they stick to that they don't want to hear any details because it doesn't matter their minds have been made up I think what you kind of got to change, I I definitely don't want to say I'm offering him advice or anything like that. I think he has to get to a point where he can't allow it to be this much on the radar with him in in terms of personally addressing it. In comparison, there's a lot of guys that that do put down black women and he's not one of those guys. Um, I know uh, the actor on Queen Sugar, Kofi Bay. I may have said his name wrong. I apologize. He's a really talented actor, and he's been known in the news a lot of times to not go out of his way, but he definitely highlights and always mentions and shows appreciation towards black women. So it's definitely the narrative around him is very obvious that he's very pro, you know, letting black women know that he loves them, that that they're appreciated, and that he uh, holds a lot of value towards uh, black women. In comparison to Michael B. Jordan, he definitely does that. He definitely doesn't demonize that. But Michael B. Jordan's just in a different different slot. He's in a different tier right now because he's in a major movie star position right now. So everyone he talks to, is it's just it's going to be a heightened awareness about what's he doing, who's he talking with. And I think in the long run, hopefully, 
uh, for him, it'll start to kind of die down a bit. It's a shame because it kind of goes back to that narrative. Uh, I know Denzel Washington said recently, you know, if uh, people, you know, see y'all week for free, they're not going to pay to see you on the weekend. And the narrative is because through the social media outlet and platform, we feel like we know them and there's access to them. In the end, the most that they're they're giving you is their work. And it's been a great tool to kind of like connect with fans and be able to talk about films or talk about what they're doing. But now it's kind of bled over to well, what are they like in their personal lives and who do they associate themselves with? And I think that's kind of gotten a little bit, it's kind of like spilled over and now it's getting a little bit murky because trying to regulate and uh, monitor someone's personal life is a very tricky thing to uh, to step into. So those are just kind of some of my thoughts on that with him. I, I do feel like in a you know in the long run it'll it'll definitely help us if we can get to a point where you know as long as we don't have no one demonizing our culture or our people that are within our culture and our people. As long as not doing that, their personal situation and who they see. That's really up to them. It's up to them if they feel comfortable in talking about that. It's up to them if they want to let someone in on that. Um, I don't feel like it's a requirement. And I think the way he's gone about it is really a good thing, especially when you look at he wants you to go see his films for you the sake of seeing his films. He doesn't want you focusing on if he has a girlfriend or what restaurants he's necessarily you know going to, you know who his friends are. What does he wear and buy and stuff like that? Obviously, that's a part of, uh, you know, how we're communicating now. So he's got to play the game a bit with that. But those are just some things I think you kind of got to be aware of, especially when you start looking at how we start to make an assessment on someone. And that brings me into the James Gunn situation. Uh, One of the things that's kind of stood out to me the most about him, he was recently uh, let go by Disney because of comments that he made. Uh, nearly 10 years ago that involved rape and pedophilia. And I know he has since apologized for those comments, but there's, again, what we got to focus on is nuance and context. And that's what we don't do. And and this is some of that steps into his case. Um, James Gunn apparently addressed these tweets six years ago. He, you know, uh, made a statement beforehand before he directed the first guardians film that those were some comments that he definitely made that he doesn't condone, nor does he uh, look at it as something that is acceptable. He's definitely apologized for those comments and made amends. And since that time period has made changes to improve from that, that's different than what's happening now than this. Well, Roseanne made comments Therefore, if he made comments, she got fired, he should get fired. It's like, well, no, they're two different stories. Alan Horn from Disney, who addressed it, who let go of James Gunn, did the company thing, say, hey, well, you know, we don't condone it and we don't, you know, subscribe to this type of uh, behavior or language. Well, it's disingenuous because you did address it. You addressed it in 2012 before he was officially hired to direct a film for your studio. And there's been nothing about his behavior since that time period that would suggest that he's still displaying or exhibiting that type of behavior. Roseanne has been making her comments for years. Roseanne was still talking the way she's talking now when they revived her show at ABC. Uh, I believe Channing Dungy, 
I believe that's how you say her name. Her runs ABC was well aware of her stand-up routine and what she talks about. Now, to me, stand-up is a little bit of a subjective thing because it has to be a certain uh, context, the way you deliver jokes as to why some jokes work and some jokes don't. I know Roseanne was recently on, she had a, a thing loaded up, I believe, on her YouTube page. And she calls Valerie Jerry out of her name again and then says, well, I thought she was white, which is really insulting because first you blame medication and now you're just saying you thought she was white. I've never heard a white woman mixed with the Muslim Brotherhood and an ape. And clearly that just sounds white. Like no one's saying like, hey, you know what? Julia Roberts is a mix of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. No one would say anything like that because one, it's ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense to say. And two, it's mean spirited. Besides it being nonsense, it's just mean spirited. And that was the point of what she said. And rather than just own that and just admit to it, she backpedals and just blames it on the medication. So this false equivalency that we're doing right now with James Gunn and, and Roseanne Barr are not the same thing. Because Disney was well aware of what he said years ago. They noticed that he apologized for that before they hired him. And it's since then, since being a part of their studio, in terms of working with him, has not seen any behavior that would, dis that, that would give the indication that this behavior and language is continuing. And this whole thing, well, they panicked and they were afraid of, you know, public outcries because Disney's buying Fox and... And that's going to look like they're showing favoritism. It's like, no, we, we can't get to this point where we're talking about favoritism. We got to judge situations based off what they are. We have to do that. You know, I know Roger Goodell's not the most popular person right now in the NFL, but he caught a lot of flack when he was like, when they said, how do you handle player discipline? He's like on a case by case basis. Well, is it based off the player? He's like, yes, yeah, based off the player and his reputation. It is based off it. Ray Rice, when he got his initial suspension, was based off the fact that he had a stellar reputation and that he had never caused a problem. I know people don't want to hear that, but there's layers and context to how you judge someone when you're handing down a punishment. And we're all aware of that. But because we've gotten so programmed in this new society of, well, we're, we're moving the goalpost in, in terms of saying, well, if he did something similar to what I did, then we're both guilty. There's then there's nothing left to discuss. It's like, no, that's not how you handle conflict resolution. Conflict resolution is murky. It is touchy and you have to work through it. This whole, you know, apples and oranges thing that we tend to do and trying to say, well, this is the same thing. And it happened to my side versus this side. I'm like, that's not how this thing goes. We're on a side thing. And that's why our politics is so stuck and why we don't go nowhere, because we get caught up on whose side we're on. You know, we had a president earlier this week make his comments in Russia. Then he backpedals and then he tries to get his footing and that doesn't work. And then the NFL gives them a gift when the Dolphins say that they're going <laughs> to suspend players for four games. So wink, wink that they were going to do, which they clearly couldn't do then that gives Trump a, 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 a bone to chew on. 
our president, and then he injects himself back into the NFL again. And then people get distracted by that. All in the same week with his previous predecessor, predecessor in Africa actually doing something that's an actual positive thing for the country. And that's how, you know, we get so thrown off. And we kind of got to start getting to this thing where, you know, we can't keep convicting people all the time publicly. We got to look at a pattern of behavior that says why we feel the way we do. And then we got to judge each offense on a case-by-case basis. They're not all one and the same. James Gunn and Roseanne Barr are nothing alike. Going back to my earlier topic with Michael B. Jordan, you've never heard him demonize black women. And I don't want to bring up certain actors in terms of following that story. There are certain actors that were mentioned in that. I don't want to get into that because to me that's kind of murky, but we know who some of those people are who have done that. Who berate and put down black women all the time. And it's uncalled for. But those guys are the ones that you would want to focus on and like, let's focus on that narrative of thinking. You don't attack someone like Michael B. Jordan. He's not doing anything to hurt us or to make us feel disappointed by his behavior. So those are just some of my thoughts that I had today. I know I kind of covered some ground on some different topics, but it's been a lot of stuff that's been happening this week. So uh, I want to thank everyone that's been following this podcast. Definitely continue to like, share, and follow. Follow the State Well Podcast. Definitely support us on Patreon. And, I, and I'm looking forward to doing more of these pods again in the future. Uh, this has been such a great experience. I thank Dee for so much for all the work that he's been doing on the show. I look forward to talking to you guys more next week. Definitely check us out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And definitely look for Dee's reviews on he Does Woo Wednesdays. He does so many good things for the pod. Again, my name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening. Could you be more specific? And I look forward to speaking with you guys and doing more of these again.